Madison, four for 95. Two touchdowns in the first half. Let the conversation continue with Ryan, Trista, and Nick and BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. Well, as always, the NBA is a game of runs. Tied at 33, Celtics Heat. Now it's 36-33 Miami. This is just the way it's going to go tonight. You never get. You don't want to get too too worked up. And you're no, right. You're right when you say it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, it's a game of runs. Um, it's not just the NBA. I mean, we see it in college hoops. See it at the high school level. But, we uh, see it at the high school level. Oh yeah. That's what we're. Ta- that's what we're doing you, tonight. You know him in high school. He's always yeah. got to have some sort of high school sports. My squad's actually playing first round right now. Yeah, Juliet Catholic. Against LaSalle. I'm going to wait and watch it till tomorrow, though. I'm not going to watch it right now. That'd be unprofessional. You sure you got to turn your notifications off. Actually, you know what? Let's just check the score real quickly. Now, did you go back and watch that game? Was it last Friday? No, I went to bed. Good. I was was like, but here's the problem. Whether that was a joke or not, it was very believable that you would do it. Oh, it wasn't a joke. I was going to do it. Then I got home and I was just wiped. You have a show the next morning. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it, I mean, 9 a.m. It, it would have just been. It yeah. really sneaks up on you of when, you, it when does. you get home at one. Yes, yeah. it, it does. You get yeah. home at one. Um, no, like, he doesn't. Like twelve fifteen sometimes. If I stay and watch a game oh, like well, last yeah, night, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you and I have a. I mean, your drive shorter than mine without traffic. That's why I decided to start bringing Emma to work so that I can just walk her as I'm walking to the car. Easiest way to do it. And then by the time I get home, we can just go to bed. Can you actually fall asleep right when you get home, though? No, of course yeah, not. Yeah, okay, that doesn't. It, it isn't that easy. I watched no Loki way. last night. Oh, I got to catch up. There's too much stuff. The morning show is back. I got mm-hmm. a couple of those, but there's too many games. Makes it hard. All right, we'll bring on Bill Bender, our buddy. Sporting news. A lot of Pac-12 games. A lot, a lot of stuff to. Let's let's start with this Oregon Utah game here. Where I mean, you know, we look at this and go, okay, we know what Oregon can do offensively. We know what they can do defensively. Where what's your feel kind of on this game right now in terms of I guess to just keep it simple what's your feel on where this game is going to go tomorrow? Well, I mean, how do you uh, beat Utah at home? You know mm-hmm. that long winning streak at home, twelve and seven against the spread in their last nineteen home games. They uh, keep exceeding expectations every year under Kyle Whittingham. When Ur- Urban Meyer said this week that Kyle Whittingham was the best coach in the country, if you parse that out a little bit it's not like unnecessarily true in in terms of what he gets uh out of his players it's incredible so for Oregon to be favored by that many points is risky I still think Oregon's going to win the game I think the running game is a little bit better and Bo Nix as long as he doesn't turn the ball over they'll break that win streak but I mean you're playing with fire when you're betting against a team that's won that many home games in a row are you concerned at all, Bill, offensively for Utah, considering that they really haven't gone up against as balanced of a team in the Pac-12 yet as Oregon, and they still don't have Cam Rising there? Right, and they're not going to have Cam Rising, obviously. I, that piece of drama was eliminated, but I was impressed with Bryson Barnes against USC. Granted, it was USC but in that defense, but the way that he drove them down the field at the end, they're kind of using a patchwork group of running backs, um, they're going to try to muddy the game up a little bit. I think they can have some success on the ground. I'm actually a little more concerned on the other side because as good as Utah is up front, and they're good, uh, Oregon, USC averaged 6.3 yards per carry on them last week. And Oregon's got a better rushing attack around Bucky. And, yeah, we do. Uh, they do. They're pretty good with the running the football. That's the key to that game. And if Oregon does that, they're going to win. 
Bill, uh, Michigan's, as far as the outright winner over at BetMGM right now, they're the overwhelming favorite, plus 225. I guess Georgia's there at plus 275, but then there's a big dip from Ohio State, 7-1, to and Florida State, plus 750. I think Michigan's the best team in the country, um, really good on the defensive side of the ball. Do you worry about these distractions, though, with everything that's going on with the Harbaugh situation? You know, you have authorities on campus right now interviewing assistant coaches. Do you worry about that maybe being a distraction for this team? It can wear on a team, no question. And it did, I mean, the initial shock value last week, it didn't because they were getting already probably ready for a rival in Michigan State. They yeah. went out and executed. I think the thing they have working in their favor is they have the Heisman front runner right now. And J.J. McCarthy continues to get better. Their defense is good. But I, I think the distraction is going to come down not so much to the players because they were asked about that in Indy in July when Harbaugh had a suspension. It's if it happens again, and then they have to wear answer another round of questions about suspended coaches and those kind of things. And we'll wait and see if the Big Ten decides to act. I think out of the Big Ten, the college football playoff, and the NCAA, I think the Big Ten would be the first to act. Do you think that it's not getting actually enough publicity because it feels like this might be one of the worst cheating violations that we've seen in a, law, a long, long time kind of up in the SMU range? Like, what do you think is a realistic outcome for for Michigan consequence-wise outside of maybe Harbaugh being forced to leave? Well, I'd hesitate to put it on the SMU level right now. I mean, that was different time and and different players. I think as far as an in-season scandal, it's kind of comparable to Auburn in 2010 when Cam Newton was you know, the, his father Cecil had, had did he or did he not take money from Mississippi State or solicit money from Mississippi State to, to have him play there? Different world again, right? Yeah. Like if you mm-hmm. did that today, nobody would just be like, next. Uh, I do think it's going to result in some changes in the NCAA. It has to. I think you got to put something in, in the helmet so quarterbacks can communicate. You probably got to tweak some scouting rules. Um, and when high schools have better technology than colleges do, I think that's an indictment of the college game, quite honestly. Not saying what Michigan did. I mean, if they, if all of these allegations prove true, yes, they should be punished. But at the same time, I think that could open the door for some improvements to the game. You know, the whole situation with this just feels so stupid. It's like Harbaugh dealing with that, like buying the cheeseburger and now this. It's just, there are times where you think the NCAA is can't top its stupidity and then you have situations like this where it just feels even dumber and like why is it taken to this point so we still don't even have the headsets in helmets for like why is this even a thing right now still right i I agree and you know obviously they're exploiting a rule that was made in 1994 and they're trying to find loopholes and it would be in-person scouting and each day the details i don't know guys they range to me, they range somewhere in between like a Tom Clancy movie, which I've seen them all, yeah. and, uh, and a bad 80s movie, and I've seen those all. So, uh, um, you know, which one is it going to be today? And, I mean, right down to the name, Connor Steins, it's almost like that's made up. But uh, it, it's been quite very tabloid-like, and I think the biggest damage, honestly, is the stain of it, because I was telling somebody this week, the Patriots made six more Super Bowls after Spygate. And the Astros have made World Series since <laughs> their scandal. And but when you bring up those names, people go to right away with the Patriots, Spygate, the Flategate. And I mean, I don't think people in New England or Houston care, but it's just part of it. 
Bill, the one team that could prevent Michigan from having a perfect season is Ohio State. They're 14 and a half point road favorites over Wisconsin. And it's a primetime game, Camp Randall, 7.30 p.m. kickoff, 45 and a half is the total. I guess 6.30 p.m. kickoff because it's central time in Wisconsin. But any chance Wisconsin could at least keep this game close? Um, you know, under the lights, Camp Randall, I, 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 don't, I don't know that I can make the case for him, but do you think they could uh, keep it close or maybe even win outright against Ohio State? Uh, they're going to muddy it up, too. I mean, with Luke Fickle, his first game, obviously his ties to Ohio State back in July. I remember being in his huddle at the Big Ten Media Days, and he said he would not allow himself to think about this game. But it's been a long time since Ohio State's been to Madison at night. And I was at the game last year where Ohio State beat them very quickly, very yeah. soundly. Um, but that was at Ohio State. So we'll see. I mean, this is a different Ohio State offense. I was there last week against Penn State. Their defense is national championship caliber. There's no question about that. And you're asking uh, Locke a lot in his second start, I believe, to go against that pass rush that had six sacks and made Drew Aller look very uncomfortable. But there's always a formula. That's why these Big Ten night games can be interesting. I kind of want to take the points and take the Badgers to cover that, and and I think they can. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they could cover. Wow. What do you think about this Stanford-Washington game? Last time we... We're thinking about Stanford. They ruined Dion's day, double overtime, 27.5-point underdogs uh, against the Huskies. Is that a realistic spread for them to cover? Uh, it's You know, Washington looked really bad last week. There's no way to get around that. And, and it was because the pressure got to Michael Penix a little bit. Arizona State played inspired. Uh, they, they forced him. I mean, when, you, when Michael Penix is under pressure – his completion percentage drops below 50. So I would anticipate that Stanford tries to do the same thing and tries to slow them down. But we're in that part of the season where Michigan excluded, because that's a different set of circumstances, you see teams get tight. You saw it with Washington last week. You saw it with Oklahoma. Needed a two-point conversion to beat UCF. So I'm wondering – we haven't – I don't know if you guys feel this way – we haven't had, like, a season-altering upset yet. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest upset of the season was either Clemson, Duke, North Carolina, Virginia. But those are you – know, that happens in the ACC all the time. I doubt we'll probably have a Cal upset over USC, but then again, I mean, who knows with that USC defense. We're starting to get those whispers, Bill, of like – well, you know, Caleb Williams should sit out the rest of the year because they're not going to get into the college football play. I'm okay with guys sitting out bowl games at the end that are meaningless bowl games or they get ready for the NFL, but I think that narrative alone is utterly ridiculous. But if we look at USC from what we've seen now, I think we knew that defense was going to be an issue, but we watched Caleb Williams have a three-interception game recently, and he's plummeted in the Heisman uh, Heisman odds, and they're 10.5-point favorites at Cal. Cal's 3-4. and four. Like, Does this feel like just kind of one of those go out there and – we're angry and USC just lays it on Cal and makes it just look awful? Or could USC be in a position where maybe, not even just this week, but maybe multiple weeks, we're starting to look at a team that looks just a little uneven and a little bit like, I don't want to say shell-shocked, but just kind of maybe disappointed in where the season's ended up at this point? Well, they're still in the Pac-12 championship. Huh? Right, they're right. They're going to be in the playoff. Huh? And I think that's the either-or there for me is, you're on to something. I think it's either going to go one way or the other. Mm -hmm. There's no in-between. And I, I like USC to get right tomorrow. I, I do. And I think for Caleb Williams, it's a little bit of a character test in some ways because are you going to be that guy that, that bails and goes to the NFL or goes and preps for the NFL? Are you going to stick it out through tough times and lead this team to potentially a Pac-12 championship appearance? I still think that's 
on the table for them. I don't know if they'll get there because of that defense, but I, I like USC. I thought it would be last week. I think it will be this week where they bounce back and you know maybe win by double digits. What do you think about Tennessee as a three-and-a-half-point road favorite over Kentucky? Because Kentucky's a weird team where they ran all over Florida a couple weeks ago, and then Tennessee, you think Josh Heupel, high-powered offense, but really it's because of their offensive line and they're running for over 250 yards. That's how they're surviving this season. What do you like here? Uh, Tennessee, but I hate, I don't like it. I would say I hated looking at this game all week yeah. because kind of just stared and we have to make a pick at Sporting News. And, uh, yeah, there's a total plausible case for Kentucky to win this football game. At home, running the football, Tennessee coming off an emotional loss to Kentucky or uh, Alabama last week. And, but that wasn't on Joe Milton. I think he's fine. If he goes in there and doesn't turn the ball over, I trust him a little more than Devin Leary in that game. And I still trust Tennessee's running game. I think there's a chance for them to get right and uh, you know, build toward they got one last shot to make a statement against Georgia here in a few weeks. By the way, Georgia, their kind of grinder starts now. They haven't played anybody. They've played four two-win teams. Starts tomorrow with them playing Florida, and they've got a little tough tough little stretch here in the SEC. Yeah, I was just about to ask you about that Georgia-Florida game. Florida at the house, which is one of the toughest places to play in the country, 14.5-point underdogs. You think Florida could keep it close uh maybe you know they've turned the corner a little bit and Dennis Dodd had a really good feature about Graham Mertz today I read that and how he's kind of improved with Billy Napier as the season has progressed the one thing to watch I keep getting asked well how is Georgia gonna react to not having Brock Bowers I think they're gonna react by running the football a little more and in those Florida losses to Utah and Kentucky. They allowed over 200 yards rushing. I think Georgia's going to look to establish that. Number looks high. I mean, early in the week, I thought, hey, Georgia's going to cruise. And then the more I kind of looked at that line, I think Florida's good for a cover. But you have to understand, too, Georgia's won the last two games by an average of 25 points. So, I mean, it's kind of on the Gators to go out there and make a game of this for once. Bill Bender, Sporting News. Great talking to you again, man. Hey, no problem. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much. We got a 2 nothing lead for the Rangers already over Arizona here in Game 1 of the World Series. These are just not good quality games tonight. I'm pretty frustrated. I'm not NBA? I'm, yeah. I've been trying. Like, this is the hard part, right? We've got so many of these games going on. I'm trying to sit, like... I'm fine to lose bets. Like, I really am. Yeah. But when, when we've got Desmond Bain... Going 0 for 7 from 3. He's 1 of 11 from the field. That was a horrible play on my part. No, it wasn't a bad play. He had 31 5 and 5 game 1. It's actually a good play. He's just playing like absolute stink ass. Just literal, like, just literal, like, (laughs) gassy. I haven't heard that in a while. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. You know? Jokic Jokic only has 12. Jamal Murray's got, oh, Jamal Murray's 1 3 away, by the way. He's three I of mean, seven, one great. more. And like it doesn't matter because it's a stupid parlay, <laughs> call, and this is why call, I hate parlays. I think well, I mean, parlays are fine. I mean you just No, they're frustrating, Trista. Stop it. They're but, frustrating. Oh, <laughs> KCP is one for seven. I think he was eight for ten the other night. Yeah. I mean, this is just very low quality basketball, is what we're seeing. Is that's just what we're seeing in the Charlotte game. That's just what we're seeing in the Denver game. Denver is playing with their food. You know There's what to do. No, just, no. Get, just get your money back. Run down the street. Yeah. Kings plus one and a half. No. Minus one and a half. First half. We ride against the Warriors. I'm getting my money back on this little baby. We're going to light the beam, baby. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't put Bane in that parlay. He might not score.
I did take the over on Wemby uh, turnovers. Hopefully he won't let me down there. Doesn't have any yet. Damn it. All right. Back to week eight of the NFL next. Bet MGM tonight. The winning trifecta is Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashu. All three will be right back on Bet MGM tonight. Presented by Bet MGM. Live from Bet QL. <laughs> 